Weekly Sock, episode 56. Six. Finally, 56. 55 was the we did last week. We didn't have a guest. Uh, we were supposed to have uh, our guest today, but uh, scheduling conflicts. So we did it ourselves. We talked about the Habs and the run that the Habs have been going on and the controversy with the referees and all that stuff. Uh, but we had a good time, Alex, you and I just talking. Uh, but today we're happy. I know you're super happy uh, to have your, your hometown hero uh, from the Bakersfield Gondors. <laughs> uh, but before we get to Raf, uh, who's waiting for us right now, uh, again, this episode is brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rough. Visit Mike's BBQ Rough at MTL.com and use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. Truffle sauce, mustard truffle sauce, ghost bourbon, all of it, rubs for your barbecue. It's the best thing. Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. Uh, so we have our guest, like I said. Uh, prospect of the Edmonton Oilers, Bakersfield Condors, Raphael Lavoie. How's it going, buddy? Good. How about you? We're good, man. We're good. Uh, we're excited to have you on. How's uh, how's the weather been treating you in uh, Chambly so far? Uh, it's been good. You know, it's uh, it's really hot, so I'm outside. But um, you know, I used to used to go on my boat, but I sold it a couple days ago. So I've been uh, I've been pretty sad lately. You sold the boat? Yeah, yeah. We sold the boat. No, we time, had to. no time to get on, I guess. No, but we we had time for it. But you know, there's there's a there's a big demand for boat right now. So um, we got one we got one last year when COVID hit, and uh, the guy was just offering us a really good price, and he just came with came with the money on the same day, and he just gave it to us, and he just left with us. So we were like, we didn't really have a we didn't really have a choice. <laughs> it was good money. You had the <laughs> opportunity. You took it, and you said, "Fuck that shit. We're just gonna sell it." And that's it. That's yeah, it. Pr- pretty much. So what have you been doing? I know you just said before, before off air, you were saying you just got back from quarantine. What have you been doing uh, so far? Uh, how's the off season been treating you guys? Uh, I've been, it's been more than welcome. You know, I've had a really long season. The quarantine was a good two weeks off, uh, you know, just staying at home relaxing. And uh, now I started back training and uh, back on the ice. I think I went on the ice twice. It's been, it's been pretty tough, but I'll be, I'll, I'll, be, I'll get back there. Yeah. And- yeah. So, so, so you've been in Sweden this year. So, so, so you played in Sweden, and then you came to the states to play with Baco, and then you played in the playoffs for Baco. It must have been a really long season. Um, how, like, like, how was your experience in Sweden? Oh, it was awesome. Like, it was it was really sick. You know, of uh, visiting a new country, and like, you know, us grow we young players. We all grew up in Quebec. We don't think. We don't think about Europe right away, you know. Like we want, to, we want to play North America. But for me to go there, like at such a young age, I think was was really sick. Um, it was eye opening. You know, you see a lot of different things, or different ways uh, people do, people play, and people act. And uh, it was was really good for me. Do Do you feel like it's less physical or more physical over there? Like when they play? Oh, it's, it's, it was a lot less physical than than the AHL, but it's uh, the guys skated a lot. Everybody has a lot of skills. You know, you watch practice, you're like, God damn, these guys are good. <laughs> you guys call oh, yeah, it Bakersfield Bako? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, Bako. Yeah. That's like Bakomo, no? <laughs> what yeah. do we call Bakomo then? Bakomo. What do we call it? The Bay. I'm trying to figure this out. We can't have the same name for this, two different teams. Especially that they're so close to like the same level, we got to figure this out. Bakers, I don't know, but Bako sounds good, I guess, for the Americans. But it's, it's <laughs> yeah. you got to figure out a better name for for Bakomo. It's too easy. It's too easy. We can't have easy names. So um, the season ended for you guys. Um, tell us what happened. Man. Tell us what happened in the playoffs when you guys played against uh, San Diego, and then uh, and the next round after that. Um, 
what's the, what was the locker room like? How many guys were you guys expecting back and all that stuff? Um, you know, we didn't we didn't know at first if we had playoff. There was talk throughout the whole season. I wasn't there for the first twenty games, but when I came, they still didn't know if we had them. It was like a week before they're like, "Okay, guys, like we're gonna have playoffs." And then, um, and we're like, "Okay." And then we we get we go into San Diego. And it's a, it's a two out of three. You know, it's best of three. So it was it was really quick. We played played every other day or so like you didn't really have time to think you know you just wanted to play games and uh and then we ended up winning against vegas at the end that was pretty sweet yeah, yeah it was good I mean, congrats to you guys but uh, it's it's I, I was gonna ask you guys i was kind of alluded to it but the difference between uh euro and and the ahl it must be like two completely different games especially when you're talking about like where you guys played in the ahl oh yes yes for sure you know like it's totally not the same game but it's it's both really good levels obviously the hl was better than, than when i was finding sweden but it was uh it was still really good over there i think there was like it was like almost like 10 guys that went from this league right to the nhl afterwards and like it was it was some really good hockey over there yeah you went down like i'm almost the same path as as, uh, as jesse poor yarvi who's now in the nhl he uh he went through back to sweden he improved his skills over there and then he came back and I was in the NHL, yeah, and I I actually wanted to go see you guys, but there were Why? no tickets available. Why didn't you, man? Because it was only available for season ticket holders. But the first game, become, home become a season game, ticket holder then. Oh, it's an easy easy fix, the, Alex. The, the first home opener game of the Condors, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I want I watch Lavoie and Diarne together man. well we I'll hope have, we I'll hope that it. they're both not there we hope they're both in the nhl realistically right i don't think you're like fuck you know what I, i'm really gonna stay in the nhl just to watch just so alex can watch me play well actually <laughs> we'll we'll see if it, we'll see anyways it's, it's my dream to watch love one but yeah, anyway. you know, yeah uh talented player man you had a chance to play with play for team canada uh what was that experience like last year when you were at the world juniors oh it was was probably one of the best moments of my career you know like the, the whole tournament is is pretty awesome in itself and then uh we we had the chance to win it so that was just like super amazing we got our rings we actually got our rings uh, a couple of days ago oh, nice. we because of covid they couldn't give it to us they were usually they they host a gala throughout the summer for all the winning teams and like you have the you have a night and they give you your rings and they show everything but they couldn't do that because of covid last year so uh we finally got them and they they're really sick man not really? You have one? You can show it to us, or you, you don't have it yet? Uh, no, I think it's uh, I think it's upstairs. It would be it would be a pretty far run for me to go. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll send you a picture later. Yeah, send it to us. We'll put we'll put it on the episode. Um, so what was that like, man? What are, like did you, you any buddies? Any 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 lifelong friends that you made on the team? Are you guys you're probably never going to play with again. And if you see them on the ice, maybe you'll scrap it with them. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's guys, uh, a couple guys that played that played for LA now in in the farm team. So you know, it's always nice to when you see them again because like there was like a Kill Thomas, like Aiden this and stuff. Like they play they played in the O, so the only time we would see them was like on the Hockey Canada events, yeah. and then you get to play against them afterwards. Like it's pretty, uh, it's pretty fun. And um, so you 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 get drafted, and it's a huge moment for you and your family, I assume. Um, when you're you're thinking to yourself, okay, now I got drafted, I got to make it, but I'm going to be making all this money. What's the first big purchase? You just sold your boat. I would have said maybe you buy a new boat. 
Yeah, but there, there wasn't any big purchases. You know, what? the day I signed my contract, I bought myself a car, and it was like a $3,000 <laughs> car, so like... Oh. So I didn't I didn't make any big purchases yet. The boat was split with three of my buddies, like, <laughs> on the... We put the, you know, the, the government, the money the government gave us? Yeah. We split it four ways, and we put we put two months of that on it, and that's how we got our boat. So oh, there you go. And I didn't I didn't make any big purchases yet. So, but are you I'll, are I'll you envisioning like a big purchase? Like, what's the one thing you want? Like, you want like a yacht? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> maybe maybe a big boat next year. There you go. Oh, there you go. We'll have a, we'll have like uh, we'll have a championship party on it. Alex, go. So, so who did you uh, grow up liking uh, in the NHL? Like, who who was your favorite team? Oh, well, obviously, I, I had the Habs always at heart. You know, like, I grew up, I went to games there. My dad bought me tickets and stuff. Like, it was obviously uh, close from home, so it was a lot easier to like Montreal rather than other teams. But I always had, like, like Kane or, or Crosby or, like, guys like that that you always like to watch when you're growing up. But Montreal always had a close place in my heart. So you have, you're kind of rooting for them at this point, right? Oh yeah, I have to. <laughs> we're, we're not we're not a Habs podcast, but obviously you can tell by me and Alex's clothes that we are Habs fans. Yeah, and and and, and actually had a, a question uh, uh, for the draft. So the draft, um, there were lots of speculations of you go, being drafted by the Habs, and and all the media's they wanted a Quebecois player and yada yada. Um, did the Habs ever show any interest in you? Did they ever call you, like, give interviews with you? Yeah, I had interviews with them. I met them again at the Combine. You know, everything went well. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they draft who they want to draft. And I think they didn't make them – they didn't They didn't mess it up. You know, Cole is doing <laughs> – uh, he's doing pretty good so far for them. So, you know, I think we, we had talks, but it didn't, didn't go any further than that. Your your goal is just to get to the NHL, right? Whoever drafts you, drafts yeah. you. I think that's that's yeah. a misconception. It's like, oh, he's he's sad he didn't get drafted by the Habs, but realistically, yeah, he's not exactly. Like, yeah, I'm just yeah. here to play hockey. Like, I'll, I'll, like, I don't mind whoever else it would have been. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Part of hockey. I was uh, I was honestly fully expecting you, like, not expecting, but I was like, please drop to the Habs in the second rounds. I, I was so sure you were going to us, and it didn't happen. The Oilers picked you, but. I'm happy for you, man. And, uh, and, and and right now you get to show everyone in the first round who missed out on you that they made the wrong choice. Yeah, well, that's that's part of hockey, you know. Like, uh, you see, so many guys that like got passed on, and then like they have, they do great and stuff. But that's that's fine. We just we're here to play hockey. Who? Yeah. Um, what number do you wear, by the way? I just wrote, what number would you want to wear? Make it to the league. Oh, 50. 50 that's it eh? what's the what's the what's the uh motivation behind that uh that's for uh for my father man yeah he had uh he had cancer when i uh when i was younger and uh 50 was the age that he was officially in remission and like it was just like a little something to remember that like you know there's more to hockey in life yeah so whenever whenever i can wear it i uh i try to have it it's my it's my little thing that's it, man. I always, I, I love asking people what, why they wear numbers, and there's always a, there's always a small story. You know, some people have it more sentimental like you, but some people it's just like I wore it when I was a kid or something like that. But it's always, it's always, I'm always interested into why people choose numbers because some numbers are just god awful. Like I, it just there's no reason why. So there's always a reason why somebody would have to choose, choose that number. Uh, you played with uh, with Nicolas Roy, right? Uh, 
yeah, yeah, I played with Nicaragua. Yeah, he's he's had he's had a boy. Well, he had a, probably a, a huge uh, a huge playoff this year, and it was impressive. Did you get a chance to speak to him? Did you tell, ask him, talk oh, to him about what this, the situation was? No, no, I didn't. I didn't play with him. I oh, okay, with, right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, 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 I didn't. I didn't play with him. Okay, no, I he's uh, he wasn't. Yeah, I was in Halifax when he played in Shikurumi his last year. Oh. Oh. Okay, I thought you played with him. <laughs> no, no, no. I never, I never played with him. Did you get? Didn't you get traded to Shikurumi? Yeah, like four years later. Oh, I'm four. I'm way <laughs> off my ears. Hey, holy <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm, when you go on the top of your head, man, I have all this information in the back of my head. I'm like, I try. It's like I play like Rain Man. You picture that scene in Rain Man where it's like all like all the numbers going over. I'm like, yeah, he must have played with him since he played in Halifax and he played Shikurumi and he got traded. No idea how old Nicolau was, obviously. Uh, what's your golf game like so far? <laughs> Do you have a golf, golf game? game? Oh, I am. I used to be really good, but I am terrible. My fr- like, I'm trying to go back with it to my with my friends. I'll have to buy a golf set and uh, try to play with it. In Baco, I'll play more this year. If I go, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll be a, I'll be a regular golfer over there. I'll, I'll work on my game. What are the courses like in in Baco? I don't know, but I know the guys play a lot, so it must be nice. And when you when you came back here, did you get a chance to get out or? Uh, not yet. I, I was I was more focused on the boat because I knew we were selling it. So yeah. now now I'll get I'll have a month and a half for uh, for for golf. And um, the thing about golf, it's like anybody plays, right? And I'm addicted, and I suck. I have a theory that everybody sucks in golf. There's only three people in the world that are good at golf, and it's like a rotational basis of three pro players. Like one, like now it's like John Rahm because he just won the U.S. Open. Like he's one of them. But overall, everybody sucks at golf. I think we can agree to this. It's impossible. You can't be good at the sport all the time. Sure, for sure, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. Ref, ref. <laughs> you're from uh, from Quebec, and obviously the the national. The dish there is poutine. Um, Vincent uh, Dernet told us that his favorite spot is Chez Gérard. What is your favorite spot for poutine? For poutine? Oh, man. Um, I don't even know. I usually just went to La Belle Province and I would, uh, if I wanted a poutine, I'd go there. Quick little one. I didn't have a... I don't think we have like a... Um, like a special poutine place in Chambly. I'd have to check. Maybe there is, but I've been gone for too long. I, I couldn't tell you. Usually it's just La Belle Province and I, uh, so I'm fine po- with that. Post-career, you're not going to open like a poutinerie somewhere in uh, Beijing? <laughs> <or, or, or, laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what about post-career? What do, you, what, what, what do you envision yourself maybe like 20 years down the line when it's all, uh, when it's all said and done? Um, honestly, uh, I was just thinking that like maybe start a business or like manage some real estate properties stuff like that you know there was guys on the team that were doing that and um and like they they had a lot of fun the guy was doing it he's still doing it while he's playing so i was like that's that's something i really wanted to do because you know he was making like you make decent money you have something to do and like you can you build stuff it's pretty it's pretty awesome so that was something i was uh, i was looking i was eyeing at and uh, maybe maybe that's something i'll do um i was going yeah, yeah, so what do you actually think, Rob, about the Habs run right now? And what do you think are the chances to beat Tampa? Habs run is insane. It's epic. It is epic. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. It's epic. <laughs> you know, they have been underdogs since the start. They've been grinding. They've been playing their hearts out. And, 
nobody can say they don't deserve to be there. Um, and that's all, that's a good job for them, honestly. And, you know, Tampa's good. Tampa's really good. But so were all the other teams in front of Montreal. Before the series started, everybody said that, you know, oh, that team's so good, that team's good. But I think we'll have to play it and see how it goes. But I, uh, I wouldn't count them out. I mean, you probably know a little bit better than us, obviously, but like you can't control like for the Habs. Let's say, let's say even for Baco, you can't control who, who, who you have in front of you. It's not like the Habs aren't going to be like, oh, well, the Jets are too easy. Give us Colorado. You know, they're not going to say. It. It's, <laughs> you can only play the matchup that was given to you. That's it. So yeah, the and you focus that people make is crazy. Yeah, you know, it's you take it one game at a time, and you know they don't they don't worry about people's excuses. They're just trying to win games and. Uh, look where that's gotten them you know like they're four wins away from the stanley cup and uh that is that is pretty awesome it's nuts it's actually nuts i don't think anybody had them even coming close to stanley cup this year we did it and we're diehard fans uh you actually just said something that triggered a question that i had for vince and a bunch of guys is that you said uh you take it one game at a time which is like one of the almost ultimate hockey cliches ever right and you get to it gets to a point where it's like you know like those 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 uh, in, in between period interviews there there's like 12 phrases that hockey players say all the time let's let's see if <laughs> yeah. you can name them with me so there's there's grip your sticks tight uh, yeah you gotta get pucks on net yeah you uh, get pucks deep you get pucks deep uh, you gotta bang <laughs> yeah. bodies yeah bang bodies a, a good group of guys uh, I gotta go to the net you gotta go to the net uh, <laughs> one game at a time uh, be responsible uh, play discipline play discipline don't make no mistakes so it's, there's like there's like a revolving door of of answers that you guys give what are your like go to three or four answers that you give oh the, the, those are you never go wrong with those you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can ask whatever question and I pull out one of these 12 answers and like it somehow applies to it. it like it's somehow a good answer to it um but yeah i mean the, like that's how that's how we play hockey so when somebody asks us like what we need to do or what what is expected of us and what we want to achieve like that's you know it comes back to that you know i always said that hockey players like in front of the camera probably some of the most like well, on interviews anyway. Like right now, you're like you're great, but like when you do like interviews, like in between periods, like I was mentioning, so you can't see their real colors. You know what I mean? Like some guys are like really colorful, but you can't see it. the The time where you get the most color out of hockey players is like on the bench. Like the chirps are unbelievable, right? So I would love if like you could pay a subscription. Like I would pay like twelve ninety nine a month to have a camera on next to like on the bench, so I can hear what you guys tell each other on the ice. But yeah, unfiltered I, conversations. Unfiltered conversations. I would love to hear what was said from all the Habs players to Pacioretty. Like, those are the types of things that I want to hear, you know? I don't really care yeah. about the commentary or anything like that. Like, we do live streams we, when we watch the games, and it's fun. But, like, realistically, I want to hear what, like, Raphael Lavoie is telling people. I want to hear him chirp Vince on the Arnais because he <laughs> fucked up eating pinch properly. I, I want to hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that, is, that is a good business idea. Like, I, actually, like, there's, there's some really funny stuff set out there. Like, there's some Loki stuff. Like, you don't even need to swear or anything. Like, some guys just bring out some really good chirps. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you're like, like, oh, man, that was good, you know? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the best one is the best one, and it's it's a good one, and I've heard it often. My I grew up – I played football growing up, but my buddies all played hockey. And I hear them – they hear the, the best thing they always say is, hey, bud, you're shit at hockey. That's probably the best one because it's it's straight to it's straight to the point it tells the message i think you suck at this game that we're playing right now that's what it that's the best one hey bud you're shit at hockey 
What's your favorite yeah. shirt? Uh, you know, um, I, I, I honestly, I don't trip that much unless like, um, like unless I can dangle the guy and like, like, oh, like where the fuck are your ankles at? You know, or, Sunk, like one of those ones. Uh, yeah, you know, but I'm, I wouldn't, I'm not running around running my mouth everywhere. I mostly, I focus on my game. If I, if I, if I dangle the D pretty bad and then like he comes to hit me or something like, like I'll give him a chirp or whatever. But, um, I mostly, I mostly focus on my game and I, um, I, I let the other guys chirp and yeah, I listen yeah. to it and I, I have a good laugh at it. It's a, it's an art, well, it's an art form to chirp. Alex, sorry, go. It is. <laughs> who was who the toughest opponent you played against? Like, like, like the toughest battle on the ice. Who was the toughest? Toughest what? The toughest, the toughest uh, opponents you played against. Um, and there's, there has to be some guys in the A. I don't remember everybody's name, but there was some some really tough guys over there. Like, they, there's some, they're big, they're strong, and like they're so agile. Like when you when you're a junior, you have like one or two guys in the team that's like that. You know, that's gonna go to the NHL or whatever. But so you identify that guy. But once you get to the AHL, like everybody is like so good. You know, like we played Vegas. Like you have Ryan Murphy. Like he's literally flying around on the ice. You know, so sick. like, yeah. yeah, you, and then you play San Diego and then you have Drysdale at defense and like, you're like, 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 just look at him go, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and then you have forwards too that are like, they're just so skilled. So I couldn't, I couldn't tell you right now who was the toughest. Cause I feel like it'd be, it'd be a very good list, uh, this year. Or what about in the queue, in the queue? Well, in the queue. Well, I played uh, played Laffey Man. That's a pretty easy one. <laughs> There's one answer right there. Is he, no, yeah. I mean we can get into it. I mean you played with him. <clears throat> Did you play, you played with him, right? Yeah, at the World Juniors. At the World Juniors, exactly. Yeah. So is it like we know how good he is, right? Realistically, we know how good he is. Is is it going to translate to the NHL? We're not making any predictions here. I think I think that this guy's going to have a long career. I watched him growing up as a kid, uh, playing at the Meltdown, and watched him in in uh, in City Hockey too. <clears throat> The kid's unbelievable. Like he was always, he always has been. He always will be. What, like, what kind of ceiling are we looking at here? Is there anybody that we're not paying attention that might be just as good as him that media maybe doesn't know about? Is Laffy like the next best thing? Is there somebody that might be a little better than him that you think is going to have the same career as him? Kind of thing. Uh, I don't know, but I know Laffy's sick. You know, I saw I saw people saying, "Oh, he had a tough start of the season. Like, oh, he's a bust, whatever." But like, the guy hasn't played since COVID hit. You know. He he didn't go to the World Juniors. He didn't want to get injured, and then he he gets dumped right away in the NHL, and he's asked to produce like as a first line player when he's 18 years old, playing against grown men when he hasn't played for a year and a half. You know, like it was, you know, at the end of the year, I think there was a there was a part where it was like a point a game. You know, yeah. like there was like six seven games, like it was a point a game. Like you see that like it started to grow and like like he's there, and he's he's so young. Like I just. I just want to see him in two or three years, see how good he's going to be in the NHL. What about you, two to three years? What's next for you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm working hard. I'm uh, working out in the gym, working hard on the ice, and uh, and just hoping for the best for next year, see what happens, and then the year after that. You know, Take it one game at a time. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get the pucks deep, trying to get pucks on net. <laughs> bang, bang, you know, I just want to bang as many bodies as I can, you know. <laughs> and which pro, which uh, which player did you uh, uh, grow up liking? Well, like, you would know. you model your game after? Yeah, yeah, model exactly. 
Oh, uh, you know, I was a big Kaner fan, but I realized quickly uh, I wasn't, uh, wasn't <laughs> going to play like Patty Kane. Oh, man, he's so sick. But uh, somebody I tried to was uh, Josh Henderson. You know, I like I like the way he's like, you know, big guy, skates a lot of, um, he goes north a lot, skates, takes these wide hits. You know, he's a big physical guy, has a really heavy shot, like, like if I can play like that, like I feel like I'm gonna have a gonna have a good career in the pros. Well, uh, I love him. Yeah, he's. I, we don't. I mean, Alex has like a, a weird infatuation with Josh Anderson, but we actually, <laughs> actually we all do here. Here at Hot Sauce Sports, we all do. Like, we actually made a meme about him. Like you might have seen it. I hope you've seen it. Where it's you know you know the meme of the, uh, the big black guy there with his dick hanging down. Yeah. <laughs> so we put Josh Anderson's face on it, and we call it Big Dick Josh. <laughs> Every time he scores a goal, it's Big Dick Josh. And we we want to and we want to get him. But we know I know he's like I heard he's like a quiet guy. You know he doesn't really like get into like social media and stuff like that. So like I'm I'm trying to get him to see it. Like we're trying to like get him. In. And I have a buddy who's friends with him. So I'm like, can you send this to him? I want him to know that this meme exists, but he hasn't sent it to me because he's like ah, he's like he's not that type of guy. He won't like it. I'm like fuck, man. I wish we'll get him. We'll get him to see it one day. Hopefully, we we'll get him on the show one day. Yeah. Um, but we appreciate you coming on, man. Honestly, uh, it was great talking to you, uh, Alex and I. We were super excited the last couple of weeks to get you on. Um, one of Canada, one Canada's best, one of the young, one of the future young stars for Canada. Uh, we hope to see you wearing the Team Canada jersey again. Hopefully, we we'll see you in a Habs jersey later on in your career. But for now, uh, good luck to you next year playing for the Oilers, and uh, we wish you all the best, buddy. Thanks for having me, boys. Thanks. As usual, Thanks for coming on. As usual, this episode is brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rub. Visit Mike's BBQ Rub MTL.com and use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. That was Alex. That was Rafael Lavoie of the Bakersfield Condors, Ontario Tab. Peace.